Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, increased staying with food, increasingly TikTok is being used for just about everything. We were talking about book talk a few weeks ago. There's also cook talk, where chefs demonstrate recipes that has produced a number of stars, including Daniel Lambert from Dublin, who's racked up millions of views and now has a cookbook in the shops called Lush, Recipes for the Food You Really Want to Eat. Afternoon, Daniel. Good afternoon, Sean. Is this your job now? It is. It sure is. Yeah. And was that like a process where you kind of, you know, uh, eased into it? Or did you have a strategy to kind of get to a point where it was your job? I had a strategy. Like at at the start, it wasn't really like it was kind of something. It was just kind of a hobby. But then I I kind of realized I was like, you know what? I can actually make a career out of this. Okay. And and so in terms of getting to the point where you could do that, and I assume there are lots of other uh, chefs and, and people who aren't even chefs doing similar stuff. Did you have yeah. to think about ways to make yourself stand out? I really, I, I sure did. <laughs> so basically, um, it all started off. I actually, I, you're going to laugh at me now, but I actually, I deep fried a piece of cheese covered in Doritos. Okay? okay. And basically, what happened was, I woke up the next day and I was volunteering at the time for a chef aid. Basically, we were feed, we were feeding elderly people during during the COVID times because obviously I lost my job. Mm. Uh, so basically, my friend rang me when I was at work then and. And then they were like, Daniel, I can check your TikTok. And I was like, uh, no. So I checked it. And uh, yeah, that video got over a million views overnight. Wow. So, and yeah. and like, did you did you cook that just for the laugh? Or is that actually yeah. a thing? Uh, at the start, it was just a bit of a laugh. But um, I mean, like Dorito cheese bites are actually very tasty. <laughs> it was actually a food trend that went around the internet a few years ago. I just reintroduced it to, to the public pretty much, uh, to an online community. And what happened was it just started circling the internet again. And then I basically just reintroduced an old friend. Right. Okay. And so then was uh, was your strategy you kind of deep fry unusual things? Yeah. So I mean, I started to like I actually started to cook proper things. Um, some videos weren't doing very well, and some videos were doing well. And I was kind of thinking to myself, well, why is that happening? So I kind of sat down with myself and I put a whiteboard up in my up in my bedroom, <laughs> and I was like, right, well, this video has this in it, and this has this. And one thing they all had in common that the videos that did well was anything that I put in the deep fryer. <laughs> so I just started deep frying everything. <laughs> <laughs> why Why do you think the deep fryer uh, recipes were more popular? Was it because it seems easy? To be honest, I, I, I just, I think people like to see stuff going to a deep fryer. Yeah, there's drama it's to like it. This, That's true. It's, there's drama to it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of real satisfying food and stuff. Like people love the kind of, the, the kind of food gore, you know what I mean? Like pulling the cheese apart and, I deep fried a Terry's chocolate orange once and it was just, oh, it was just amazing. <laughs> how, okay, now, let me. how do you fry a, a, a Terry's chocolate orange, obviously without it melting? Basically, you put it in the, you have to melt chocolate and uh, basically paste each little uh, chocolate segment together and then you roll it in flour, egg and then breadcrumbs and straight into the fire it goes. Right, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty much at the start, but then when I started to see, I started to see my following grow into 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 the, into the hundreds and thousands, and I said, you know what, I'm going to change up my content here a little bit. So I started doing the likes of chicken curry lasagnas, you know, I was doing the perfect mashed potato, and uh, I was doing you know hangover wedges and stuff, you know, all this sort of stuff. And then I kind of sat down with myself again because my views were going down. I said, well, what's going on here? So I sat down with the whiteboard and I said, right, well, why is this video doing well? Why isn't this one? Mm. And another thing that I found was if you put a potato in front of the camera, people actually stay longer. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I know. Is, is it because you are Irish and Americans are just lapping this stuff up? You see, this is most of my market would be kind of Ireland and UK, but oh. I, I do have a bit. I do have a big uh, following in, in in America as well. And you have Americans commenting, going, "Oh well, he must be Irish because he has potatoes." <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was kind of the that was kind of the other the other thing to it. And I think I think when you create recipes like products that people already know, like I did Jaeger bomb chicken wings, and I did all that sort of stuff when I was doing loads of different things. And but if you if you create a product. That people already know and incorporate into into food, people just kind of I don't know did they build an emotional connection with that, and it's they just think it's luscious food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, actually have, I have a brand new book out called Lush now. <laughs> and it's, and when it comes to cooking potatoes, is is there? I mean, I I would imagine potatoes have been done in every conceivable way, so it must be difficult to come up with something totally new. Well, you know, if you take nachos for for example. Okay, everybody likes nachos as well. Most people do. Mm. You can eat them in every sort of you know way possible. So what I did was I made Irish style nachos with potatoes. So I made crisps and then I got beef mince and I cooked it off in Guinness. And people were just going crazy for this sort of stuff because it's not your average food. And then I did nacho average baked potato. Did you see what I did there? I see what you did there. That was very clever. <laughs> but anyways, but anyways, um, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much what I do. I, I make food that's a little bit different to everybody else. And yeah. there's a massive market for it. Do you have to take into account how complicated things are? Because, you know, you're a professional and you could probably do things the ordinary punter couldn't do. So you have to kind of not make it too hard for them. Exactly. And I mean, if you think of potatoes, going back to spuds again, like they're very, they're very accessible, they're cheap, and anybody can, can buy them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone has, has spuds in the house somewhere, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I just kind of, I like to create recipes that other people can create too. Like, I'm not going to go online and, like, I'll, you know, I'll do the odd video and I'll show off and I'll do some things, but I'm not going to go and make stuff that people can't make at home. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not actually creating any value there. The one uh, thing that works on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook is if you create value to your followers, the, the, you know, they're, they're going to pick up on that and they're going to say, hey, well... I'm going to watch this video because I get value from it. I can make this for my friends no weekend. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in putting up content that people can't recreate. And I, I, I assume there's a time limit because it's on TikTok. So you have to keep it within a certain amount, a certain few minutes. Yeah. So actually, TikTok just recently over the last few months rolled out this new uh, project. So basically, um, you can actually increase your time up to three minutes now and longer. But to be honest, I think over the last couple of years on social media, um, I think us humans, I think our attention spans are just getting shorter and shorter mm. every year because of the ease of technology that we have. Yeah. So basically, in the first three seconds, if someone doesn't like your video, they're going to scroll. So you've got three seconds to capture someone's attention. Either would that be a, a cheese pull or, you know, something really cool or you're dipping a wedge into some garlic mayonnaise or something like that. That's that's the sort of stuff that people want to see, you know? Jesus, that's stressful, Daniel. How, how do you do that? I love it. I think it's very addictive. <laughs> I love seeing how people's minds work and with food, and it's just it's just something that I just fell in love with. And I'm so grateful to be able to call it my full time job now. Yeah. yeah, no, but I mean, stressful on in coming up in new ways to grab people's attention and keep their attention within a three second window. Yeah, you got three. You got know, about three to four seconds. Yeah, because if you don't like something on TikTok, you just go, you scroll, and it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's not coming back. So, what <laughs> do you do to stop them scrolling? You, you have to. You have to. You basically have to trick them. And you say it's you have to use really you know kind of catchphrases and stuff, kind of play on words. So basically, the last day I actually I actually um I I I did I did some different sort of videos. Like I actually uh I made pork and stuff in the in the barbecue, 
and I did I did a little bit different. <laughs> so people people look at the start of the video and they're like, hey, let me look at that for a sec. Because it's not your average. It's not it's not the average cooking that you'd see. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Most right. people start off with pots and pans and and things like that. But yeah, sixty seconds of footage like for a recipe, like a proper recipe, would take me about five hours to film. You know, and edit. By the time you go down and get the ingredients in the shop, come back up, set up the camera, the lighting. Everything, make sure everything's good, and then by the time, like I mean, it doesn't always go to plan every time. Like you gotta take into account if if something does go wrong, you know. Yeah. And, and, and you're doing you all that by yourself, like, or do you have somebody filming you? Oh, I do it all myself. Oh, that must be hard then, because you can't is, show yeah. yourself cutting, and I suppose you can put it on tripods and stuff to do all that. Yeah, I got my tripod, I got my softbox lights, everything. Um, I learned, I learned it all how to do it during, during lockdown. Yeah, um, I kind of train. I just train myself. Had a lot of free time, like you know. Yeah. So I said, why not learn how to video edit and shoot videos? So you know, you know and, and your book it says recipes for the food you really want to eat. Does that yeah, you know people, that, that means chips? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, you don't have any lentil stews in there, I assume. I mean, let's 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 be real. People don't want to admit that they're 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 guilty pleasures with food. I mean, they don't they, they don't want to say, "Oh, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna make a five cheese toasty." People do it. People make food, especially when they're hungover. They make food that they don't want to tell anyone about. So we're just we're removing that kind of guilt there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, I've got five cheese toasties. I have Coca Cola ribs. Um, I got my Jagerbomb chicken wings. Uh. I have a lot of mint there or cheesecakes in there. I've so, like I have so much stuff. It's basically it's food that people have probably have never seen before. You know, uh, Jagerbong just... chicken is that like hair of the dog kind of food? Pretty much. Obviously, there's no alcohol in them, but it's just oh. the flavor. It's, it's kind of a, it's a real kind of a sour anise kind of licorice flavor that you're looking for, and it works so well with barbecue sauce. It actually works quite well with fish as well. Okay, but uh, that's another recipe. <laughs> yeah. So, but do you do you put an actual Jagerbomb in there? Oh yeah, Red Bull, everything, barbecue sauce, Red chili, Bull, a whole lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Red so Bull you'd be hyper after the chicken wings. And, well, actually, you reduce it out in the pan. Um, the book will tell you more, but I mean, it's you, you, you're gonna have to read that book because it's it'll it'll change the way you, you see food forever. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, uh, is what's next for you, Daniel? Just keep doing what you're doing on on TikTok, or or do you have you know other plans for world domination? Yeah, yeah, I've, I have some pretty big plans. I'm hoping to kind of grow those followers into millions. Um, I'd love to open up my own kind of online kind of cookery school, uh, a lot of things like that, you know what I mean? I think that's the way that a lot of things are going online, especially for chefs. I mean, everybody's on their phones these days, you know? Mm. Um, pretty like there's, there's a lot of decreasing numbers of people going out to eat now as well. A lot of people are kind of staying at home and I'm just following the trends, you know? If you look at a graph, you can see where it's all going. Everything's going online. Would you have any you know, plans or, or, or dreams about opening up your own place? Um, not not at the moment. Um, I think anyone who opens up a restaurant at this time in the world is, is no, definitely not. That's that's it's not a good time to open up a restaurant in Ireland at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'd say maybe you know in the future that's definitely something that I would I would love to do. Open up a, a nice wee cafe, you know. Yeah, and have that luscious food in there. <laughs> when you made your millions, Daniel. Thanks for talking to us today. That was Daniel Lambert, there, uh, the author of uh, Lush Recipes for the Food You Really Want to Eat. Moncrief, brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at two p.m. on News Talk.